This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 267. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, if you're like most people and don't live in a bubble underground or something, uh, you experience a fair amount of stress and anxiety on a daily basis, whether it's from your job, your kids, your spouse, or just what's going on in the world today. That's enough. (laughs) If you live in the United States, (laughs) we all have a certain amount of stress that we deal with. And back in episode 103, we did a podcast called Food and Stress how to eat properly and stress less. Now, like most topics, like many topics, they evolve, or the topics themselves and us, right, Right. evolve over time. We learn more and more information comes out. So there are certain topics that we like to revisit every now and then, and this is one of them. And I think it's really important because since I was let go from my corporate job back in February, We've been working really, really hard on the podcast and some things coming up around the podcast, uh, some surprises that we have for you guys. And then also we've been working on our e-commerce selling. We sell on eBay, Amazon. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But there's a lot of stress, anxiety, uncertainty. So this topic certainly is timely for me. And again, I think it's just one of those that is helpful to revisit every now and then, particularly because we have new members and some of these older episodes are archived mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we've learned more. We're smarter now. So we have more to share. <laughs> we're older. We're smarter. <laughs> All right. So before we get into that, though, oh, you know what? And I do want to, with certain topics, we like to just disclaim, always remember to talk to your doctor before you change anything. Anything we talk about in this podcast doesn't mean I'm just going to come off of those meds. Or, we're not you know, doctors. Nope, we're not doctors. We don't pretend we to don't play, play them. We don't even play them on TV. Nope, we're not psychiatrists, any of that. So make sure that you are talking to your doctor before you make any changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just a note too, as I was reading a lot of the resources to prep for this particular episode, there are a lot of things that interact with medications that you're currently on. So you always want to make sure you're checking with your doctor Definitely. or doing, doing whatever due diligence you need to, to make sure that you're not messing with any of that stuff. All right. Before we get started, we have a new rating from May 3rd. Yay. Yay. Okay. So the title of this review was new veg Zenner slash peas and carrots member. What up? And- <laughs> and the uh, the rating uh, review is left by Reducitarian Rach. Nice. All right. So Rachel, I'm assuming Rachel, says, Hi, Vicki and Larissa. I recently started a new journey eating more plant-based foods, less meat, and more exercise. I discovered Vegetarian Zen as I was searching for a podcast to accompany me on my walks and fell, in lo- and fell into the binge-listening rabbit hole. The Reducitarian episode made me feel very supported in my new path, and I very much appreciated your optimistic attitude that any amount of change is valuable. Yes. It's easy to fall into a place where you feel judged by others who don't agree with your choices. Ladies, I absolutely love your informative health topics and relatable, accepting, smart, down-to-earth, quirky, fun souls. Vegetarian Zen is my comfort podcast. Nice. You both are such an inspiration to me as I take steps to become a better version of myself. I also feel like we are in the same room sometimes. 
because I find myself chuckling out loud on my solo walks as Vicky cracks a joke or Larissa gets tongue tied. Say that three <laughs> times fast. <laughs> Larissa gets tongue tied. Larissa gets tongue tied. Larissa gets tongue tied. <laughs> See, <laughs> I have so much fun trying your shared vegetarian recipes. Yay, Larissa, for your broccoli patties. Oh, good. I'm so glad they're you like really them. good. Uh, they're they're a staple in our house. Yes. There are actually some days that I am completely vegetarian and coupled with exercise. The health benefits are amazing. I also share healthy tidbits of what I learned from this podcast with my friends and family. My boyfriend hears an earful about your podcast from me daily. <laughs> lastly, <laughs> hi boyfriend. Hi boyfriend. Uh, and lastly, I adore the supportive and nurturing relationship you both have for each other. There is such a high level of respect, love and camaraderie between you two that it's palpable and motivating. Hashtag relationship goals. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you again so much for sharing a bite of your lives with the world. And I look forward to the next episodes. Rachel Milano, Oakland, California. Well, awesome. thank you, Rachel. Thank All you that so just much. Makes me want to cry. Yeah, that's cry. awesome. Thank you so much. That that's that's one of like the most awesome compliments we could ever. ever have. Okay, before we get into our main topic, we do want to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by our, e I want to say eBay store, but it's not it's, just an eBay yeah, store anymore, anymore, but we'll direct you to our eBay store, right. <laughs> Old San Antonio Trading Post. If you uh, head out to eBay, let's see, no, we didn't do this at we didn't put the right uh go to the show notes payment. and get the link <laughs> <laughs> well somebody asked us how do i get to your store yeah it's um, it's yeah. okay so it's easier to just follow the link in the yeah, show notes yeah but uh we so offer go to so go to vegetarianzen.com forward slash 267 yeah. and it'll be in that yeah. in there uh, we offer a wide variety of vintage items that's mainly what we love selling is vintage items we go to a lot of estate sales and today we went garage sailing actually because there weren't a lot of estate sales going on but we really like to find vintage vinyl clothing bags kitchen toys games uh housewares Pyrex, Indiana Glass, those are some of the brands that we carry. Uh, what have we sold recently? I'm trying to think of that's a really good vintage item that people dig. Oh, you know what? The Lazy Susans. People uh, love those. That's our main kitchen Lazy Susans. staple. Yeah. We, the, you can find them at just about any estate sale. And, and we're talking about the retro ones. Yeah. So these are really kitschy. These yeah. aren't just like your, you know, Target 599 Lazy Susans. These mm -hmm. are really cute you know, vintage. And they, we, we get them Unique. in the, the retro cut, like the, with the, um, harvest gold, the avocado, uh, co colors from the seventies, the sixties and seventies. And, and they're just amazing. And they're almost always in such good shape. Yes. And I think I love what, what we do here with this because it, there's so many things we grew up on, right. Mm -hmm. That we, things that I remember in my mom's kitchen and my grandmother's kitchen. They're very uh, comforting, I think, to be around some of those things. Mm -hmm. And again, it's unique. It doesn't look like something that's just off of the, you know, Target right. shelf or anything. Right. So if you also are looking for anything, if there's a toy, a favorite toy of yours that you really would love to find and haven't been able to find us, drop us an email at uh, vicky at vegetarianzen.com or larissa at vegetarianzen.com. And we're happy to, to check, to put it on our list for our treasure hunts because we go to some really amazing estate sales mm -hmm. a lot of old old houses here in san antonio where we live so uh, we certainly find some really cool stuff definitely all right are we ready to get into our main topic sure let's do it okay depression affects about 150 million people in the world and i i totally believe that i think mm -hmm. there's obviously there's a spectrum right there's some people that are really really 
on the, on the high end of that. But and there I are think, different types of depression. That's right. And I think there are, uh, you know, some of us that suffer from mild depression or situational depression mm-hmm. as I have had before. And a lot of people have had before. Right. Um, and anxiety and depression, as you were saying, can be a result of several things. So that include genetics, brain chemistry, personality, life events. Uh, so this isn't just something you want to treat on your own. This is really something that you want to reach out for help because uh, it may seem mild at the time, but these things can really kind of snowball mm-hmm. if you're not addressing it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I it, The way I grew up, it was that you really didn't seek that type of help. And the only people that did were crazy people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not anything against my parents. I think it was just the generation, you know, the time. And also probably a little bit of our ethnicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, you just do it on your own. You figure it out. You just, right. you know, you don't reach out to anybody when it's, that's our business. That's our family business. We don't talk about that. Um, well, so- and you know, it's funny that my dad was the same way until I came along. And then, you know, I received the the mentally ill label. And so then all of a sudden it was acceptable for, for him in his eyes, it was acceptable for me to do that, but still not for him. So there is some generational, I think. And and then, like I said, with my family being a second generation citizen here, my, my, my parents were first generation. My uh, grandparents, uh, three quarters of them, immigrated here mm-hmm. from either Central America or from Mexico. Uh, you just didn't look for anything that was considered a handout or a nicety or, you know, you just dealt mm-hmm. with it. It wasn't considered something that you would just take. So while some people do need medicines and I medication, I totally, totally believe that. And I think if that's something that is determined for you, you should never try to substitute mm-hmm. some, uh, some of the natural ways we're going to talk about in place of those medications. Uh, but I do think there are some natural ways that can help with some of the anxiety and the stress that people are going through, um, especially if you're more on the spectrum like where I tend to be. And I think a lot of people tend to be more on the situational or you know, more on the mild side mm-hmm. of, of that. Right. So, um, so today we're going to talk about nine ways to naturally combat anxiety and stress. And this is some of it is food, and some of it is not food. And it's not so Cheetos. Natural. No, <laughs> no, actually, that's not. <laughs> All, right, All right. So the first point to talk about, and this is it's this is listed to me at least this one I put number one on purpose mm-hmm. because. This is a big deal. And I read a lot about this. I there this I don't know if you had a chance or so I did the outline for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, to look in the resources. There's a ton of resources I link to, mm-hmm. studies and uh, uh, just resources that talk about how foods that cause inflammation in your body can affect your stress level. So the first mm-hmm. point, the, the first way to combat, I should say, is to stay away from foods that cause inflammation in your body. So people who are, de- who are depressed have raised inflammatory markers such as C-reactive protein in their bloodstream. Now, if you're not familiar with what C-reactive protein is, it's produced by the liver and rises when there is inflammation in the body. Mm-hmm. And chronic inflammation is what is really is at the root of a lot of the very bad diseases like diabetes, cancer, obesity, uh, heart disease, to name a few. So people that, so when you eat the bad food, Mm -hmm. that uh, C-reactive protein is on the rise, 
because your body is inflamed, right? And it's right. trying to fight this. It's seeing this as a hostile. Right. Uh, like you're being attacked. And that's so right. the inflammation is to, to protect you. Right. right. So what is included in that list of foods that cause inflammation? All right. So things like uh, processed foods, like Cheetos, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. sugars. <laughs> so my, my example was perfect. Don't eat Cheetos. Uh, processed foods, uh, sugars, excessive alcohol or caffeine, refined carbs. Uh, all of these things have... Uh, cause inflammation. That's right. Sorry, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> cause inflammation in your in your body. They can like mess up your hormone balance and then result in uh, nervousness and fatigue and yeah. fatigue for sure. And especially with like um, um, processed carbs and processed sugars that break down really quickly and hit your bloodstream, and then you get that fatigue, right? Think about that meal you have with a bunch of processed, mm-hmm. you know, refined carbs in there. Right. That is. And then you get sleepy afterwards. Why? Exactly. <laughs> That's why. Exactly. Uh, you know, all the foods that we just mentioned, the types of foods can also cause uh, mood swings because you get that, that high from the, the sugar hitting your system and then the crash, right? And then uh, can alter your energy levels. And so it's really important to eliminate or really limit the things that we just mentioned. Right, reduce those. Okay, the second uh, point is to eat foods that help maintain normal blood sugar. So the more even our blood sugar levels are, the, those, avoiding those spikes that we just talked about, the less anxiety and stress you're going to experience because your moods aren't just swinging all over the place. Mm-hmm. So while some foods can cause our energy levels and moods to go out of whack, others can help be almost mood stabilizers. There was one study that was published in the British Journal of Psychiatry that found that individuals who ate more processed foods were more likely to suffer from depression than those who ate a, a diet rich in uh, whole foods. Huh. Uh, Now, you know, we talked uh, several episodes ago, we talked about nutritionfacts.org. We did a whole episode on this website as uh, and Dr. Michael Greger, who is the founder. And he states that the most anti-inflammatory diet is a plant-based diet that is capable of cutting C-reactive protein levels by as much as 30% in two weeks. Wow. So whole whole foods... The reason this this is is that whole foods contain folates, magnesium, tryptophan, uh, fiber, and potassium. Oh, and also complex carbs that help to increase the production of serotonin, which is, as most of us know, the the uh, feel good hormone. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So eating less of the foods that we mentioned, the processed foods, the sugar, the um, simple carbs, the simple and- carbs, yeah, uh, and eating more of these whole foods mm-hmm. plant-based whole food whole foods why do i have a trouble saying that whole foods whole <laughs> who's foods. getting tongue-tied now <laughs> hmm. uh helps to keep your your uh mood stable m- your ma- mood stable right. right so some things that some of these foods that we're talking about are things like leafy greens so spinach kale chard collard greens uh fresh vegetables like celery bok choy broccoli beets or artichokes uh, fresh fruits, so especially berries and bananas. Bananas contain tryptophan. And then uh, healthy fats like avocado, uh, also beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, and then unrefined grains like quinoa. One small note that is a bit of a, uh, it's a note for more of our pescatarians in our group who are people that eat 
fish. Fish. Fish, even farm caught, you know, all the ones that tends to increase the C-reactive protein. Huh. Interesting. Which is interesting because you might think, oh, that's a healthy omega-3, right? That's what they tell you. But mm-hmm. it does increase the C-reactive protein. So that's really not good for uh, anxiety and, and stress. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, number three. Tip number three to reduce anxiety and stress the natural way is to exercise regularly. I don't think that's a shocker to anyone. <laughs> I'm shocked. Most of us already know that exercise releases hormones that make us feel good. Uh, it makes us, it, 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 uh, makes us feel more alert, energized, energizes, you get more oxygen to your brain. Here's one thing though, that I have learned to do probably just in the last six months. And that is to not obsess with exercise as a way to weight loss Mm -hmm. or to not gain weight. If you're somebody that's just worried about gaining weight, uh, I just move in a way that feels good to me. I just turned 50. I'm not as nimble as I was when I was 20. That's not to say I can't be. A lot of it has been as a result of the age isn't really what I'm trying to stress here. It's just my lifestyle has changed in the last 30 years. That has made me less uh, nimble and Mm -hmm. less active. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just recently had knee surgery and stuff. So pushing myself to try to get to where I was prior Mm -hmm. is not a good idea and it's very discouraging and just not motivating to me so instead i've been focusing more on saying what can what can i do that feels good to move and you know sometimes i come out here and i do those i I, i'm pointing to the staircase you guys don't even you can't see what i'm pointing to (laughs) uh i come out here and i just hang on to the rail and i will do some squats which was part of my um actually part of my knee rehab therapy and do some squats and just stretch a little bit. And especially because I work in my office, my home office quite a bit and uh, just stretch and just uh, whatever feels good. Right. That's right. And then one, one more quick point about exercise is just like with everything else we talk about, don't make it an all or nothing thing. That's a good point. And you know, so many people tend to do that. And then, you know, if you, if you commit, if you, tell yourself, okay, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, you know, which I think is unrealistic for most people anyway. And then you maybe miss a day for whatever reason, a good reason or no reason or whatever, then it's just human nature. It's tendency to say, oh, well, it's all ruined. Forget it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) she's making fun of me, by the way. I used to do that. that. (laughs) But, uh, but don't, don't think of it that way. Because any exercise is better than no exercise. That's right. Even if it's putting on a song and dancing to mm-hmm. it, right? You're moving your body in a way that feels good. Yes. All right. Tip number four for reducing anxiety and stress the natural way is meditation or guided meditation. And back in episode 185, we talked about the power of meditation. That was actually the title of our podcast. And it's something that I practice regularly. I wouldn't say every day, but it is something that I do several times a week. It calms my mind. It forces me to slow down. Even a couple of minutes to start can help. There are apps if you're very intimidated by meditation. This is not about turning off all the lights and lighting candles and sitting mm-hmm. in this lotus position and, you know, oh, where's my mind going? You right. know, all that kind of thing. This is this can be very calming and uh, it can really just it can really help to reduce your your stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Even and if you think I'm too anxious and I'm too stressed to uh, to sit down for 
even five minutes, then that means you That's really need it. <laughs> yeah, you really need to do it. <laughs> yeah, but really, some of these uh, apps out there, and I would say, you know, Headspace is one that I paid for, but there are a lot of free guided meditations on YouTube that are very relaxing. Right. Okay, so the next uh, tip is to get enough sleep. And I know we have a kind of an ongoing issue with this in our house um, yes. because we've got uh, the dogs and specifically Ruthie more than Cosmo now uh, still likes to get up in the middle of the night and go outside and, you know, she'll go potty, but then she wants to just kind of wander around and, and I'm the She's one still who, a baby. She, and I, you know, I'm the one who gets up with her, but a lot of times or sometimes when I get up, it kind of disturbs your sleep too even though I try to be like really quiet. And I should add that the reason Larissa gets up with her is because she doesn't care if I'm the one that gets up with her. She wants Larissa. Yeah, she wants me. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at me like, what are you doing? And I, if she, I think you want to go outside and I'm groggy and I'm like going to open the door. She just stands there She's and like, looks up at the stairs going, it. Uh, where's my other mom? She's <laughs> the one that knows how to do this. And it's just because I've done it since she was a puppy. <laughs> All right. But but anyway, back to getting enough sleep. So it's it's a pretty well known fact that if you don't get enough sleep that you can it, that can lead to physical and mental health issues. But the thing the trick of it is, you may not realize you're not getting enough sleep. That's right. There, a lot of people have sleep apnea, obstructive sleep apnea, and don't even realize it. Uh, there are a lot of sleeping disorders out there. And, you know, if you are constantly snoring, if your spouse complains about you snoring, that's a big indication that you might My have. My spouse complains about me snoring. I do. And you have been diagnosed with sleep apnea before. And yet you don't use your CPAP machine. I don't like but it. she does use nasal strips. So that yeah. kind of helps a little bit. But um, if, you, if you're sleeping like seven to nine hours or at least in bed seven to nine hours a night and you still feel sleepy mm -hmm. the next day, that could also be a good indication that you have some sort of sleep disorder and you really should request a sleep study from your doctor. I will tell you when I was diagnosed, what has it been about 15 years ago now? Right. Mm -hmm. I was completely miserable and was having a lot of bad, I was having bad headaches headaches. I was not being able to focus during the day. Uh, there's just a lot of bad side effects from that. Finally, my doctor at the time, this is where you have to really uh, be a grown up and question things <laughs> um, that he kept sending me to specialists, a, a neurologist, a urologist, all sorts of ologists. And he was chasing the symptoms rather than just stepping back and looking at them in totality. And when I just Googled all of my symptoms together, sleep apnea, sleep apnea came up. <laughs> and, and I said, hey, could I have this? And he said, mm, I don't think so, but we'll go ahead and send you for a sleep study. So well, we got a new doctor. I had, I did get a new doctor after that, after I got my sleep study back. But I had severe sleep apnea. I think if I recall correctly, I was waking up per minute. I was My sleep was disrupted about 30 times. Hmm. So that's almost... That's like every two seconds, mm -hmm. my sleep was being disrupted. Right. So uh, my point is, though, if you're getting, you're in bed and you're thinking you're sleeping seven to nine hours, why am I so sleepy the next day? You could very well have a, a sleep disorder. Mm -hmm. And this can really lead to a lot of stress and anxiety that you don't even realize. Right. So get yourself checked out. Mm -hmm, definitely. Okay. So the next, uh, the next thing we will talk about is... <laughs> 
it's just making me laugh. Stop it. Uh, is uh, using essential oils. So very recently, just back in episode 262, we talked about essential oils in, in that episode. And we talked about some of the health benefits of using different oils. So if you use oil, uh, essential oils in a diffuser, it really can help you relax, especially if you use uh, ones like what lavender. Mm-hmm. There, uh, there are some other. There's some other ones that are yeah help will help you relax and unwind. That's right, chamomile. Chamomile, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, but check that podcast. Listen to it because we do talk about specific ones. And then there's a link to it, by the way, in the show notes. In the show so notes, right? Mm-hmm. And then just make sure that you. Make sure that they're safe for you to use, that you don't have any sort of allergies or anything, but also your pets. If you have dogs, cats, any other pets. No tea tree. All right. No tea tree. There are a couple that are not... Uh, no clove. That, yeah, that are some. not safe for pets to be around. Mm-hmm. So make sure to check out that episode. It will be in the show notes. Yep. All right. Point number seven. Tip number seven. Uh, this, is, this was really for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, get some sun. Yes, we all know too much sun can be bad for you, but too little can also be very bad for you. So many folks in offices these days, and you know what? It's really ironic now that I'm working from home. You think I would be able to just get up and go wherever I wanted to go, but I end up being in the house most days, and I had been feeling down again. And, you know, some of that I'll give to just the stress of my situation, but also just, I think some of it is just not getting out. So there is a condition called seasonal affective disorder, which is a form of depression Mm -hmm. that usually people feel in the winter months when a lot of people are more indoors, but you can certainly feel this any time of the year, especially if you're in an office building. So make sure you're getting some sun. Uh, again, not you don't want a long exposure out into in the sun, but you want to make sure that sun is hitting your skin a little bit so you're you're feeling some of the benefits of that. Right. And you know, they even make special uh UV lights for people that's sad. Um especially if you're in like a, a northern region where you just the it's a long winter you don't have a choice, and you just right? don't yeah, you don't get as much sun. Uh so they make those special UV lights for people. Yeah, with I still those. think the best thing is just to get out in the sun. Yeah. Okay, uh, the the next tip is uh, to journal. And I know I'm not uh, I used to do this a lot when I was younger. And then I would always end up throwing them all away. <laughs> and I save all of mine. I know you do. And you journal profusely. I do. And save all of them. And uh, so kudos to you for that. I just, I would never save them. I mean, I would write and write and write and fill up notebooks. And then at some point or other, I would always end up just tossing them. And I wish I hadn't now. I wish, you know, I wish I had kept them because I think that uh, some of them would have been really dark, but they also would have given me some really good insights. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so getting things out of your head tends to have a calming effect and can really help you kind of step back and gain some clarity on, on the way you're feeling or, or maybe whatever situation you're in and, uh, help you kind of work through some things. You know, and another thing that helps me be consistent is make it fun. Mm-hmm. I switch mediums sometimes. I have a, an app called uh, day one that I really like a lot that allows you to put pictures. I have that on my iPad and my iPad has a little keyboard so I can type in there sometimes. I also like to write. So I have with, uh, with my awesome fountain pen and my, 
pages. So I switch it up and then also add stickers, add color, add, you know, markers. It doesn't have to be all blah, blah, dear diary, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, make it fun. And that also can help, you know, when you look back in five years and you're looking back at your mood back then, it's, mm-hmm. it's also very fun to kind of check that out. So. Right. Definitely. All right. Tip number nine. Our last tip here is... Uh, don't be afraid to seek therapy, even if it's just for a little while. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that I have seen a therapist from time to time as needed just to talk some things out. And it really felt great. A really good sense of relief, just getting things out to someone who is objective. Friends and family, meanwhile, you know, I went to plenty of happy hours with friends and kind of just vented or, you know, of course, Larissa, I talked to her about some issues and stuff, but they're kind of always going to be on your side, right? I mean, they want you to feel better. So chances are your friend isn't going to go, yeah, you suck. You know, they're going <laughs> to, <laughs> they're more, not that a therapist is going to say that say, either, I but, <laughs> but I mean, well, so a good therapist, and I will say my, my recent, uh, experience with a therapist was really helpful because I think a good therapist will ask you the right questions to help you arrive at Mm -hmm. some of the uh, solutions for yourself, not necessarily saying, well, here's what you need to do, you know, just really helping you, first of all, just listening, having somebody listen to you in an objective perspective, and then also uh, just asking you the right questions, Mm -hmm. right? Have you thought about this or how does, why does that make you feel that way? Right. And it, it really helps. Right, exactly. And I've been in therapy off and on since I was 15. So, (laughs) you know, back then it was more about, uh, it was more about um, just getting through each day, you know, and then as I was older, it was more about learning things about myself and, and working on some real issues. All right. So hopefully this has given you some uh, some really helpful tips to help you combat anxiety and stress in your life. We all go through it. Nothing to be ashamed of. I think if you feel like you are on the higher end of the spectrum and that you really do need some help, I think you definitely should reach out for help. But, you know, if you're occasion, you're, you've experienced the occasional just down, uh, hopefully these tips will help you to recover from that quickly. All right, so I'm going to take the recipe of the week because I had this today. I invented it. (laughs) (laughs) She's an inventor. I created this. Okay, but before I give you the recipe of the week, let's talk a little bit about turmeric, okay? Are you familiar with this? I am because we got some at the store the other day. And you're supposed to say no, and it's orange. Vicky. What is it? Well, have you ever have you had it? Like, in, put it um, in anything yourself? I may have used it in you know cooking before, but not just like in this in like adding it to just whatever. Okay. Well, uh, if you're not familiar, turmeric is an Asian plant that is used in cooking, and it's been used in Chinese medicine for many years. In fact, it is one of the herbs that is at the top of the list for studies between herbs and medicine. Hmm. Uh, the active substance in turmeric is curcumin am i saying that right Mm -hmm. curcumin i pronounced something right yay which or i think i did somebody out there is going it's not curcumin it's curcumin i don't know whatever anyways (laughs) (laughs) which gives it this is what gives it its superpowers okay so several benefits but with respect to this there are several benefits but with respect to this episode i'm just going to tell you that it has guess what it does i'll give you one guess uh, let's see. Does it reduce inflammation? It does, and you you peaked. <laughs> it helps well, to and reduce. you told me this morning. There's other benefits. So it's like antioxidant, all sorts of things. But with respect to this episode, 
why why this is being featured in this episode is because it helps to reduce inflammation in the body and at least two studies have observed turmeric to have a role in reducing depression in previously diagnosed men so the study was on a group of men and they gave them this and a placebo and the ones that had turmeric their depression went down awesome pretty cool so with that and you're right i did buy some what, what did I buy it for a recipe? I don't remember specific. I know I've been, I knew about the health benefits of it. Uh, but what I did this morning was I created this smoothie that I call Vicky's Hello Morning Goodbye Stress Smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? That's awesome. And yeah. do, do you have to sing I wanna, when you like say the name? Uh, how would how would that tune go? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I figured it's your smoothie. You probably would have to make it up. All right. Well, I'll think about that. I'll think about that. All right. Uh, what did I put in it? Banana, which is also good for depression, by the way. It's tryptophan is what banana c- contains. Spinach, raspberries, strawberries, one cup soy milk, and a teaspoon of turmeric. And I added just a few ice cubes to that, and I blended it in our awesome Vitamix blender for about a minute. And it was so good. It was really good. No sugars needed, nothing like that. The banana was enough in itself. And, the and it wasn't green. It was like orange. Yeah, it was like a, it was like an orange color, I think. Oh, what is that? Oh, okay. Um, all right, so that's the recipe, and I will have we will have it all in the show notes for you. Awesome. Okay, so the resource this week is a video that I'm also attaching in the show notes that is from nutritionfacts.org that is called Anti-Inflammatory Diet for Depression. And it talks a lot about, a lot about the stuff we just talked about, but it's uh, Dr. Michael Gre- uh, Greger, who's probably going to explain it a lot better than we did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just love the resources on this page. So the resource this week is this link. Awesome. All right, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 